0: Hello everyone and welcome to Disrupt TV, uh, the live edition at the World Economic Forum at Davos. My name is Vala Afshar. I'm the Chief Digital Evangelist at Salesforce and your co-host for the next 30 minutes. This is an abbreviated version of Disrupt TV. We welcome you to follow us on Twitter at Disrupt TV Show. Send us your questions using hashtag Disrupt TV. You can also use hashtag WorldEconomicForum18, 18, WEF18. 18. It's my pleasure to introduce my co-host, who's on the road, Ray Wong. He's the CEO, founder of Constellation Research and best-selling author of Disrupting Digital Business. You can follow Ray on Twitter at R-W-A-N-G-0. Ray, we see you. Hello and welcome from Davos.
1: Hey, everybody. We're live here in Davos, as you can tell massive snowstorm here every car is stuck on the way in. everyone's going to be late Uh, but i'm here with gervinder we both shared a car in here and uh yes this is the davos edition and i'm here with my awesome co-host bala afshar chief digital transformation officer at salesforce digital Evangels, and more importantly one of the top followers at on bala a f s h a r um, and you can follow him, but we've got some awesome guests today. We're going to talk a little about what's going on here at Davos, the major themes, what's going on, but uh, let's start with our first guest, our, our, our massive host and uh, sponsor here.
0: It's an honor for Ray and I to learn from one of the top chief marketing officers in the world. We have Naveen Rajdev, CMO of Wipro. Wipro is a leading global information technology consulting and business process services company it's almost $9 billion annual revenue company, nearly 200,000 employees, and Naveen is responsible for digital transformation of the entire business, leading at the forefront with digital marketing. Welcome to Disrupt TV, Naveen.
2: Thanks, Ray. Thanks, wala Good to be on this, and uh, happy that I'm in a warmer place and not like uh, Ray and Gervinder, up in down is the traffic I think which is which is killing him
0: <laughs> Ray will bring yeah. some
1: snow back with us with him <laughs> we, we have gone we've gone 0.5 miles in about an hour and a half that's about how far things are moving every billionaire every executive every dignitary who probably doesn't have a private jet is going to be delayed out here but hey you know what's important here is really um, what's going on at Davos Naveen I mean you guys have been a sponsor for years what's the Davos theme for 2018 and How does this have any relevance for clients? What's going on?
2: Yeah, sure, Um, uh, Ray. In fact, uh, this year, Dao's theme is, you know, of course, uh, fractured world, right? I mean, you know, in terms of creating a shared future in a fractured world. That's, I think, you know, uh, it's being approached from two angles. Uh, You know, one is the responsiveness and responsibility towards the society. Uh, And and it talks about the theme of leadership, uh, you know, along with it. But how even technologies in certain aspects, you know, they have helped, or in certain aspects, they have not helped uh, bring this, uh, this, you know, uh, to create this shared world. That's the big theme, you know, from uh, Wipro standpoint, of course, you know, I'll talk about um, a lot of discussions we are carrying forward. But there is a, there's a massive showcase at our Wipro Pavilion, uh, which is right uh, pretty close to the Belvedere Hotel. Uh, And we are definitely, we are showcasing a lot of the innovation we bring in. We are showcasing the crowdsourcing aspect we bring in. Uh, We are showcasing, you know, there's, uh, so let me put that, uh, the the, the most interesting aspect, which from a CMO standpoint really uh, pops out in my mind is we are there, uh, you know, this is our first time with our new brand. (laughs) And, um, you know, last year we kind of gave a teaser that we're going to launch a new brand and we'll talk about our new story and all this stuff. But, uh, you know, this is, this is our first year with that uh, refreshed brand. And so a lot of, uh, you know, showcase of integrated perspective, what Vipro pro is best at and bringing it for our clients, uh, you know, especially in the, in the era where you have these IOTs and AIs and everything. So we'll talk more about, it, but yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a big showcase.
1: Wow, that's awesome. Hey, can you see the video, or am I still in audio-only mode today?
0: <laughs> you can see the video,
3: and it looks okay. cool. It looks cool.
1: <laughs> we are doing a registration line into Davos, and uh, as Holger Mulek keeps reminding us, it's Davos, not Davos. Davos. So, uh, yes, yeah, so this is a huge line. Just to even get registered for the hotel badge. That's what we're doing at the moment. So, yeah. That's so
0: amazing. So, Naveen, uh, you know, the, the theme is – creating a shared uh, fra- uh, uh, future in a fractured world at davos there's over 400 uh you know uh sessions and as far as the theme uh, in terms of the fractured world davos has economically policies are being formulated to preserve a singular benefit of global integration while limiting its shared obligations. so there's a political there's an economical element There's a there's a social element citizens yearning for responsive leadership that address local and national concerns. And of course, there's political element to it. This is governance is being transformed By new and contending strategic narratives as a CMO of one of the most revered global brands in the world. You have to think about political, economical and social issues as you craft campaigns. Think about, can you share with us your, your view in terms of leading digital transformation at, at, at Wipro and at the same time trying to build a community where you are responsive and responsible leadership throughout a 200,000 person organization?
2: Sure. Um, so, uh, you know, from a, from a CMO standpoint, I think um, collectively, uh, most of the CMOs are now getting towards that, you know, what they can contribute towards business. That's number one. The second aspect is, you know, the purpose, the purpose of the brand, what we stand for, what we are willing to do for the society. I'll tell you, you know, from our perspective, as we look at bringing the story together, one of the best things we have done is, you know, as we acquired Topcoder, you know, they are part of it. Wow. They are a 1.2 million, um, you know, um, large technology and data scientist community uh, where we are, they are bringing in the, uh, you know, the, they're bringing in all the innovation they're bringing all the crowdsourcing ideas for our clients. I think that's a that's a very big contribution from our perspective as we look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is really bringing in. You know, there are no holes barred. I mean, you know, we can go out, we can pull in ideas from anywhere. You know, we were at one of the conferences and we just threw one open challenge uh, to our customers that okay, you know, give us a challenge and we'll we'll do it. You will not believe for one of the uh, one of the like apps you know somebody wanted to build up on, on, on scheduling within 24 hours they came out with 18 ideas less than 24 hours mm-hmm. and then you know something which was which was hard for people so from our perspective this is one of a, one of the great ways uh, of bringing best of the world together uh, that's just one aspect we are definitely talking about open innovation
0: mm.
2: <laughs> you know over there how we are bringing in you know in, in, in many many ways this iot revolution this ai revolution how it is Pulling everything together, the platform world which is getting created. So, from a CMO standpoint, as I look at it, what can we do to you know bring this entire ecosystem together? And and you know a lot of it is in the showcase as we are doing. You know, our CEO is going on a on a panel with Denise Morrison, CEO of uh, Campbell, and he's going on uh, on the same panel with Feifei Lee, uh, Chief Scientist of Google Cloud, uh, mm-hmm. along with the General Counsel of Mastercard, uh, Tim Murphy. So together they are talking about you know the the concept of immortal corporation and, and, the, and the heart of it is what lies is how can you make innovation a lot simpler for organization how can you make it how can you make failures less punishable you know how can you bring the governance to that aspect and I think we bring that uh, that element of you know uh, from our CTO standpoint from our innovation standpoint from our acquisition standpoint from our investments and venture company standpoint and put it on top the whole crowdsourcing I think there's a <laughs> that's, awesome. that's a lot <laughs> That's awesome.
1: You know, and 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 you know, you're also doing something new this year. I think you're you're creating a brand new red badge program. Tell us a little bit more about how that works. Yes, so, you
2: bet. Uh, Ray, I think this is you know, so at at, at our pavilion this time, it's going to be a lot of conversations. You know, we have uh, you know, I'll talk about the breakfast series, but let me talk about red badge program, which is which is kind of like you know, during the daytime when there are some people who are inside the campuses, there is a there is a big community out there. Uh, you know, in Davos, uh, you know, who are not inside the Congress Center. And, uh, and they want to learn as well. They are equally important, but they are, you know, for various reasons, they're out. Um, so we are creating this rent back program. And and thanks to Ray for, uh, you know, hosting that, where we are bringing in some of these great discussions during the daytime, you know, be it blockchain, be it IoT, be it sustainability. There is a, there is a, there is a, there are going to be a lot of conversation during the daytime. So people can, uh, you know, anyone can come, anyone is welcome at our pavilion, um, enjoy a cup of coffee, have a great discussion with the uh, with the industry leaders in this, uh, that's uh, that's one of our flagship uh, we are showcasing over there.
1: Excellent. I'm going to go through security for a second, so, but I'm going to pass it back to Mala. <laughs> right.
0: So we only have for a few more minutes, Naveed. can you share with us, um, as you look at 2018, what are some technology trends that will be you know, on your radar and projects that you're going to spearhead for the next 12 months
2: um sure ray uh, sure vala sorry um you know from of course you know when we look at from the trend standpoint there is going to be a lot of talk and there is a lot of showcase as well which is in a, in a, in a good way where uh, you know things have moved from you know incremental innovation to transformation, you know, when it comes to AI, when it comes to IOT, you know, there is a, there is going to be a lot more showcase this time about industry use cases that what these technologies collectively, and that's one of the, you know, although, you know, there was a talk about AI last year, there's a talk about AI now, but I think it is far more practical. It is far more measured. It is far more, you know, where organizations can embrace uh, that we continue to see. You'll, you'll see a lot of case studies from our Wipro Homes platform, you know, being talked over there in terms of what we have done for client. And we expect everyone else around uh, us to, you know, talk more about it. That's one. Uh, second, IoT, um, you know, is becoming more and more, uh, you know, how it is shaping the societies, how it is, you know, moving towards sustainability, you know, what it is bringing. So IoT, we'll see, uh, continue to be a big trend uh, topic. I don't want to take away uh, the heat from digital where digital is going to be much more of a staple for the organization that is going into the levels of digital renovation where companies as they look forward to moving their infrastructures and moving their application landscape to cloud, digital is becoming, you know, what used to be called like business process reengineering back in time, back in the ERP days, digital is taking a big role in there in terms of shaping a, uh, the entire conversation. <laughs> Uh, Because it has the element of design, it has the element of usability, it has the element of process simplification. Um, So we see that uh, a lot of it happening.
0: That's fantastic. I'm also, you know, Ray and I also, as we conduct Disrupt TV and independent research, certainly intersection of uh, cognitive technologies, artificial intelligence, Internet of Things, Blockchain is certainly a, a, a big topic. And, and of course, all of the mobile, social, cloud, and components that drive transformation in businesses will be on our radar. We hope to see you again on Disrupt TV. Uh, and uh, thank you very much for uh, being our uh, first uh, guest as we launch this week uh, Disrupt TV at Davos. And, uh, yeah, and thank
1: you for hosting us at your pavilion in 74 Promenade. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Ray, we
2: want videos. We want videos. Yes. But before I go, first of all, thank you. Thanks to you. Thanks to Ray. Let me just say one thing, you know, because it's an open invitation. Apart from the red badge uh, sessions we are having, which are are being hosted by Ray, uh, we have some fantastic sessions, you know, uh, apart from our featured dinner session. We have a session on future of consumption, Uh, you know, where Kimball Musk is joining. Uh, we have session on IoT and sustainability, where Center for uh, uh, Fourth Industrial Revolution research, uh, Jeff Merritt is joining. We have a session on, you know, I, I don't know many people whether they know that or not. Uh, Davos entire panel, entire entire chair of Davos this year is all women panel. So we are also hosting an all women panel on inclusion and diversity, uh, chaired by Barbara Novick, vice chair of um, um, BlackRock. So there, is a, there, is, there are some great panels every single day for breakfast and I definitely would like to invite uh, people out there in Davos to uh, you know, visit us and um, get the best from the best leaders in the world. So,
0: terrific, terrific. Thanks for having me. Naveen, thank you so much. Uh, thank you,
1: Naveen.
2: Thanks, Ray. You,
0: you can follow Naveen on Twitter at newnaveen, N-U-N-A-V-E-N. So an incredible follow on Twitter and uh, one of the top CMOs. Thank you again for being under Shrug TV, Ray, where are you now? What's going I am on? I'm now
1: live. We're in the registration area at Davos, at Davos, and uh, here with Gervinder. We've got our driver. This is excellent. We're doing everything uh, here. So official now. You're official. We can actually go. So yeah, so we can keep moving on. But who do we have
3: as our next guest?
1: We're talking about some interesting trends that are hot, um, that are really things that people haven't really thought through. Uh, who do we have today?
0: We have Annalie Killian, Catalyst and Amplifier Engagement Director at Sparks and Honey is an internationally experienced strategist who has directed insights-driven organizational change and transformation, a topic we, have, we cover every week on Disrupt TV, at scale on three continents. She brings extensive experience working with influencers, stakeholders, executive leaders and in, comp- in complex global environments across a range of industries and sectors. Uh, Annalie was named Australia's uh, most powerful social media influencer and LinkedIn's 10 most influential marketeers. You can follow Annalie on, on Twitter at Maverick Woman, M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K-W-O-M-A-N. Welcome, uh, uh, Annalie, to the Disrupt TV.
4: Uh, thank you very much for having me, Vala, and I'm uh, very jealous of you Ray, I have to make it there someday soon. <laughs> me too, me too.
1: <laughs> no problem. Hey, So, Annalie, tell us a little bit about Sparks and Honey, some of the work that you do, um, some of the interesting research that actually helps you think and see through some of the trends that you guys have. You guys recently announced something pretty big, and so I don't want to spoil the thunder. Share with us what's going on.
4: Okay, so a little bit about Sparks and Honey. I think you're all familiar with the William Gibson quote that the future is already here. It's just unevenly distributed. So think of Sparks and Honey as a secret weapon that, allows you to kind of see the distributed future like an omnipotent partner and bring it into sharp focus with a high degree of accuracy in the here and now. And so the way that we do that is, um, we're a cultural intelligence and foresight agency, and we track culture as it happens at the edge in real time. And to do that, we codify and analyze millions and millions of data points of human behavior, 24 by 7, through a real-time intelligence system. And we call that system Q. And basically, it's the best of data, machine learning, and AI with the best of human creativity and insights. Um, And we kind of collate and coordinate all of these insights every day through our daily culture briefing and uh, ladder these up into trends, which we bucket into micro, macro, macro and mega trends. Um, and that is sort of like codified based on how many people are impacted by um, you know, emerging trends, what is, how long they stick around, and what is the impact of these trends. Now, we do this daily, and that allows us to systematically make change visible. Uh, and that allows, you know, it to become actionable for our clients. And uh, today I want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, just our latest research report, which is basically our 2018 uh, trends brief, which we've just released. And you can download a free copy of it at reports.sparksandhoney.com alongside some of our other trends research reports. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to uh, tell you a little bit more about um, these trends and uh, my role here. Um, and very happy to have um, Ray also on the advisory board at Sparks and Honey.
0: Oh, terrific. Let's talk about the trends. What are some of the trends in 2018? Given the fact that the theme of uh, Davos this year is shared, creating a shared future, In a fractured world, I'm sure uh, some of your trends will be perfectly aligned with how companies can create a shared future.
4: Yeah, well, uh, we look at literally how humans are behaving and the kinds of things that we see popping up. So I'll share one from our aesthetic section, a trend which we call disaster design. And so from refugees of war to victims of more frequent and extreme weather conditions, Global turmoil is resulting in a growing need for affordable and faster disaster responses and the need for temporary solutions and refugee habitation. So we're seeing designers, entrepreneurs, brands and NGOs stepping in with innovations, which we then see application for in everyday life. And then we see these moving into the mainstream. So an example of this is uh, an innovation challenge to the students at Finland's Lati University of Applied Science, who were tasked with creating temporary products for people who have to suddenly leave their homes and belongings. Hmm. But um, the students created a number of different solutions, including different beds. And then we saw these the solutions going mainstream going on to win the Design Museum's Design Award of the Year in 2016, and some of these solutions finding themselves into consumer land. Another one from our Humanity Cluster, um, something that really speaks to this sort of fragmented, fractured world, is we see a trend called armor therapy, Now, in the face of constant flow of stressors and anxiety from the 24 by 7 media cycle, terrorism, unstable politics, and the fragmentation of friendships and families through ideological differences, we see people are flocking to mindfulness and meditation therapies to protect their inner health and maintain emotional stability. The World Economic Forum predicts that mental health costs will hit US $6 trillion by 2030. And that is more than the cost of diabetes, respiratory disorders, cardiovascular disease, or cancer. We see this trend for mental health preservation also play out in wellness design of office spaces and wellness programs offered by empathetic employers and even governments. One example of this is the rise of something called forest bathing. Now. Uh, this is something that had its origins in Japan and was funded through an eight year research project by the Nippon Medical School to prove scientifically the health benefits of spending time in nature uh, so that is one example another example is the rise of meditation and mindfulness apps example being headspace uh, uh, being um, going from an one soft meditation event to becoming an app with an annual revenue of 50 million downloaded by more than 440,000 users.
1: Now, Anna Lee, um, explain a little bit about some how you guys do those trends. You guys have these uh, mega trends that then inform macro trends that then drive each of these areas. And I think that's, that's how you get to it. Pretty cool. So how do you do that?
4: So, um, it's actually the other way around. We, we ma- ma- monitor micro trends, and then we look for uh, patterns over time. And we then ladder them up um, as they grow in impact and reach into macro trends. So a macro trend is something that affects uh, around 10 million people, has a lifespan of three months to around three years, a mega trend becomes a human truth because it affects somewhere around a billion people and can hang around between three years to 15 years, sometimes even longer. Um, so we have a bespoke taxonomy um, through which we kind of index and categorize these trends to give us a language um, to talk about the trends and... and Uh, We apply, you know, data science and algorithms to track the energy persistence and reach of the trends. And that is one of the ways in which we establish over time a very high degree of accuracy. So it's a combination of machine learning and human insights. Um, And that is the secret sauce is the fact that it's the best of both worlds. That's fantastic.
0: Well, Annalie, thank you so much for being on Disrupt TV. We look forward to learning more and downloading your 2018 trends. Maybe we can find that at Sparks and Honey website, I suspect.
4: Yes, yes. Um, But actually, it's probably just easiest to go to reports.sparksandhoney.com. But whilst you're there, make sure that you um, also join us on Facebook because we do a live briefing that we share every day um, and we, put, we do a live stream via Facebook Mondays, uh, no, sorry, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. So people can actually join from anywhere in the world and watch how we do this. This is
1: a must-see, must-see event. We should watch these briefings. They are like the most interesting things. Basically, <laughs> their analysts jump in and riff on the trends. They jump in and provide different points of view live in action. It's, it's something I really admire. So thanks a lot for being on the yeah. show, Annalie. If you're in New York
4: ever, um, just drop me a line and uh, you can visit in real, in the flesh. (laughs)
0: Fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much. Uh, Please follow Annalie
4: on Twitter
0: at Maverick Woman. Thank you so much and uh, talk to you soon.
4: Thank you, guys. Uh, Have a good day. Bye.
0: (laughs) We
1: we are live from Davos. And if you can tell, I'm sitting here inside a car here with my good friend Gravinder. We are actually uh, working our way out of this mess. We finished registration. Let's talk to our next guest who's going to share a little bit about the state of entrepreneurship and innovation. What do we awesome. have here?
0: We, this will be my second intro of, of Nagesh. <laughs> he's so special, I introduced him twice. <laughs> our final guest today, and I feel bad because everybody seems to be outdoor and I'm stuck behind a boring <laughs> wall, is Nagesh Rao. Uh, he's in 2016. Eisenhower fellow, he's an invention (laughs) ambassador uh, and advisor to launch the Lemonson Invention Ambassador Program. Over 15 years, he's been afforded the privilege to work and consult with numerous organizations in the both public and private sector and nonprofit, culminating in his helping create programmatic endeavors, uh, Patents for Humanity, arc Additive Manufacturing Prize Challenge, SPA Growth Accelerator Competition. His writing, his, his talks and keynotes have been featured, coded in TechCrunch, NPR, The Scientist, National Academy, MIT X Prize, Stanford D. School, and many, many more. I had to cut his bio short because we only have 30 minutes. You can follow him on Twitter <laughs> at uh, G-N-A-G-E-S-H-R-A-O, G-Nagesh Rao. Welcome to Disruptive Hey,
3: what's going on, Ivala Brain? Thank you for... Uh... Accommodating the craziness that has included me today, so I, you know, I'm here participating in my uh, personal capacity as an as a innovation and, and tech geek nerd. Um, by the way, I, you forgot I'm a BT150 winner, so you know, that's I, right. <laughs> y'all, y'all, recognize me in, in game of BT150, Ambala. Holy snikies, you're Patriots man. Last <laughs> night, it's Patriots. Yesterday afternoon. I'm watching that game. And I'm like, there's no way. I'm like watching. No, like, <laughs> bet against the pass. Don't bet against. I don't want to. tell him. I couldn't believe it. And and I saw Matt Patricia. He's just he's a monster. I, he you is. Talk. He might go to Detroit. Is that you know? He he has been a boon. I mean, everyone gives the you know status to Bill Belichick and uh, Tom Brady, yeah. but I really think it's it's guys like Matt Patricia who really make the For game. sure. I mean, he just—he made sure the Pat stayed on top. I was like, "Wow!"
0: Absolutely. See, I try to do the
3: same for Ray
0: on on disruption.
3: <laughs> Ray gets all the accolades. I do all the work. Ray, 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 Ray's the Bill Belichick, and Ballers the Matt Patricia. I there you. we go. There.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: that's... I'm jealous well, of you, Ray. You're in Davos. I know. Well, well,
1: we're here, and it's it's as chaotic as you can imagine. Billionaires, startup CEOs, dignitaries all stuck in traffic. Now they know what traffic is like. Now, anyways, (laughs) so it's slightly better than a shutdown. Anyways, anyways, we won't go there. So what is the state of entrepreneurship in 2018? Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? You know, should the world, is the world actually encouraging it? What's happening there from your personal capacity? And as an Eisenhower fellow, so.
3: Yeah, you know, as an entrepreneur, I'll tell you, entrepreneurship's hot. I mean, e the notion of e is hot, and even on the global scene, everyone's talking about it because it is—it is a pathway to economic empowerment for the world and for global economics. And as I've been watching over and over, various countries around the world envy. What America has produced, and everyone tries to emulate what America has. And I think the one thing that everyone forgets is that you know this country is a risk of cult uh, has a culture of risk taking, and a cult, and not only a culture of risk taking, but a culture of uh, of learning lessons learned from failure. No, you know you don't get villainized, you don't get demonized, you, you don't get vilified. You you may take some heat, and people make fun of you for a little bit, but man, I mean. This is a country about redemption, and I think that's the one thing people need to remember is that we have a culture of redemption and a culture of, 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 of getting it done. Um, that, and I, I think this, the state is brighter than ever for when it comes to issues around ESHIP, innovation, technology. You know, the hot trends, I think, are still going to be in uh, smart software, but also smart hardware. I, at the BT150, I, I love what Richie was talking about with respect to the validity of data. I think that's going to be crucial in 2018 and on is, you know, ensuring the veracity of data when, when we engage with each other, you know, online and offline. That's going to be a big deal. I think crypto is starting to percolate more interesting than I thought it would. And same with blockchain and, and, and stuff of that nature. But I think some of the things I've also been noticing is smarter hardware. Um, you know, with especially with clothing, fabrics, the things we touch, and you know, it's buzzword, internet of things, but it's starting to get there. People people wanna be agile and people wanna be able to stay connected more than ever. And you're seeing these advances at the nanoscience and material science level as coupled with the advances in software solutions. Sure,
0: sure. So as uh, you know, as Ray and I, as first and second generation immigrants. Yeah. Uh, I want your point of view in terms of diversity and inclusiveness in terms of sparking innovation what are your points of view there oh,
3: from my yeah from my personal point of view it's it's necessary i mean I'm the son of immigrant entrepreneurs so like you guys i I do come from immigrant entrepreneurs who who came here asking for a shot and and they crushed it and and i I think it's more important than ever i mean if you really think about the companies that this country has produced over the time i mean a, a key ingredient was diversity of thought and diversity of opinion and i think it's going to be more important than ever to encourage and, and empower that diverse thinking because that's that i think is the secret sauce is we have such a heterogeneous society um I, you know i see the rest of the world they still have this homogenous society and that's but why it's, it's mm-hmm. difficult because they really engage more in groupthink than ever before whereas we have that that Ability to vehemently disagree with one another, and that's that's a culture of, of a cultural identity of being able to have diverse opinions and still do it do it right.
1: You know, one of the trends that we had uh, seen in our bigger pestle trends that we put together is this thing really about echo chambers and how to get out of that. And, and you're right. How do we actually create a diversity of disciplines and also diversity of thought and, and, and recognize that? And so an engineer, a scientist, you know, pairing up with an artist, putting them together with someone that understands ethnography, um, putting together for instance, social sciences. I mean, that's really where we can spark some of that innovation.
3: So, you know, you know that's why I think it's important. We always talk about STEM, but I think it's the STEM plus arts. If you really think about it, you know, I, I, I joked around, I used to have a, a BlackBerry along with my iPhone and I would joke around and I show everyone, I said, this is STEM. That's the BlackBerry. And then I show <laughs> the phone <laughs> and I said, this is STEM plus arts. And then everyone goes, Whoa, this Whoa. <laughs> is it. Like, oh my God. Like, it's like, if you had STEM, you'd be working off the BlackBerry and actually i got to give props to BlackBerry. I've been noticing they're really starting to, um, to, Amp their game again because they realized, like, what they lost. They they realized they were so stuck with their, so stuck in the in the old times that they they needed to really uh, have a uh, have a jolt of energy to like get them out of their rut. Um, actually, Kodak, did you see the story on Kodak is now getting into crypto?
0: I know,
1: I saw the Kodak crypto a like couple days ago.
3: Talk about reinventing itself. So Kodak. Really, Funny story. Too, like, as an advisor to the AAA Flomelson an and Ambassador Group, one of our first inaugural ambassadors, a few a few years ago, true story, is Steve Sasson. Steve Sasson is the inventor of the digital camera. He did so at Kodak. He was that was that was the engineer who did it. He's a great guy. He's an uh, alum of my alma mater, Rensselaer. So like Steve and I have gotten a RTI RPI show. baby. Yeah, Rensselaer go go too. And so um, so go, go red. Sorry. Um, so Steve and I have, have bonded over the Rensselaer connection and everything else, but what was really funny was Steve told me this story of how digital camera was invented and Kodak sat on it. The patents, Kodak owns the patents, right? The original patents from the 70s, Kodak sat on it because they didn't see a market viability for it and they were only thinking in the 1-2 year, not the 5-10 years. And I think that's what is necessary. You have to have foresight and think ahead 5-10 years down the road. and and Steve is like, you know, Steve was asked the questions of well will this disrupt silver halide, all this stuff. And it was clear to Steve as he's going through the dialogue with the executives at Kodak, he was like, they they, they really believe Silver Halide was the future, not not digital. They just didn't see a rationale for it. And I think part of that is 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 that and, and it is the ecosystem around it, the ecosystem mm-hmm. of support. So look at uh, look at tablets, right? The iPad. Apple wasn't the first to see on any of that. Remember, they were like, I think, fifth or six scene Asus and Acer were crushing it back in the early 2000s. And they had that partnership with Microsoft. And you watch, as Microsoft was trying to unveil it, Steve Jobs and Apple were keeping quiet because they knew. Yeah. They knew the system was not ready. They knew the broadband wasn't available. They said, look, if someone's going to have a mobile device like a tablet and walk around with it, they're not going to use it at home. They're going to use it on the go. And it, exactly. And the broadband's not developed enough for them to download the apps and, and have internet accessibility to the level of degree that's like what we've got now, which by the way, fails in comparison to what Estonia has. Um, yeah. uh, you know, that, that's the thing. And so you have to, you know, for, for these, you know, going back to your original question on state of e-ship innovation and technology, you know, part of this is going to require this not only just one, two years, but five years, ten years, 15 years down the road and yeah. laying down the foundational blocks that are going down. Um, and I think Kodak's trying to do that with crypto. They're realizing, you know, we, we might have some skin in the game here. Maybe that's what we have to do to reinvent ourselves. And, you know, yeah. I think that's what's cool. It's like, this is a country about reinventing. Yeah.
1: You know, back to your point. Back to your point. This is a this business disruption event. We always call it a Kodak moment. It might not have a different meaning again.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, the third day uh, uh, when we we're, were devoting entirely to blockchain, so, you know, I'm trying to convince Ray to have a digital, you know, a, a disrupt TV currency. But uh, we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll have breaking news later on. <laughs> about that.
3: They're, called, they're called V coins. They're you called don't. V coins. Bala <laughs> coins. And, and I, think, I think if we're going to talk about the next few years ahead, it's going to be hardware. The advances in hardware are going to be critical. I think especially as it, watching it correlate with life sciences, yeah. ag- agriculture, food, water, energy security. It's that kind of stuff that's really going to play a role in the next five years because as as things become more interconnected and, and, and dialoguing with one another, you're, you're going to see these advances and, and spillover effects happening with the technology development. So I think the bet over the next couple of years and this year is going to be on on advances
1: in hardware. Absolutely. Hey, Nagesh, we've, we've got to have you on for a longer period. We know we wanted to get you in on the Stavos version. We're so excited to have you here. But thank you so much for being on the show. How do we follow Nagesh, Fala?
0: We, uh, at G-N-A-G-E-S-H-R-A-O. G, Nagesh, Rao. And please come back. You crushed it. We oh, got it. to do it full
3: time in the segment. we'll, we'll do it full time, and I'll even talk to you about companies I'm watching from overseas that folks don't realize are on the warpath that I think are going to be the next Googles and the next Apples. Yes, no one realizes it, but Sri Lanka, just as a heads up, Sri Lanka is a hotbed of innovation. Wow. No one's watching it, but if you go to Sri Lanka, they are really poisoning themselves to be the, the Estonia of South Asia. Awesome.
1: They are. I've been to Colombo. It is awesome. Yeah. All right. We are on the live version. Thank you, Nagesh, for being on the show. We're in the live version of Disrupt TV Davos. Uh, we will be in a fixed position tomorrow. Uh, we did not anticipate a four-hour ride in from Zurich. Uh, this has been crazy. Um, I need a bio break. Uh, no more on that. It's, been, it's out of control. News.
0: There's breaking
1: news. <laughs> There's breaking news. Who do we have tomorrow for the show, Bala? What's going on with the agenda?
0: Tomorrow, we have our first guest is going to be on site with Ray. We have Stephen Waterhouse, co-founder of Orchard Labs. So Stephen will be on site with Ray. We have Nigel Cameron, president emeritus and technology features editor of Unheard. So we'll have Nigel, and then we're going to close with another extraordinary digital business, digital marketing, senior vice president, chief marketing officer of Jabil and general manager of Radius Design. This is a twenty billion dollar manufacturing powerhouse. And all of that transformation happening at JBL is really being led by Joanne Moretti, an incredible thought leader. So a jam-packed on-site uh, at, at, at Davos. Again, this is the 48th annual uh, uh, conference at, at, at Davos. And uh, we have our our, our my co-host and, and co-founder of Disrupt TV there, feet on the street, bringing you best and brightest to help us better understand how to create a shared future Uh, which is the theme of of this year. Ray, closing remarks.
1: We will be live at the uh, Wipro Pavilion, which is 74 on the promenade. Check it out. I'll be doing a blockchain session, an IoT session, a lot of stuff going on. If you're at Davos right now, um, the the hot event tonight is the Financial Times Dinner at the Belvedere Hotel. Um, More clips, more live things um, from Davos uh, with Vala and I uh, covering it. So thanks a lot, everybody. Welcome to this special edition of the Disrupt TV show live from Davos.